from Confin Asharim and Jukology. This is the Year of Jewish Learning on the Environment podcast series. This episode is titled Genesis and Human Stewardship of the Earth. This is Rabbi Yonatan Nero, and from Jerusalem, I want to share with you a teaching about Genesis and stewardship. The first two chapters of Genesis contain teachings with profound relevance for ourselves and our world today. After creating Adam and Eve, God blesses them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the sky and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. What does it mean for humans to subdue the earth and have dominion over other creatures? One of the central precepts of Rabbinic Judaism is that the written Torah must be understood within the context of the 2300-year-old Rabbinic tradition that interprets it, including the Midrash. While on the surface, the words of this verse appear to give people license to degrade and subdue the earth, the oral tradition makes clear that a wholly different message is being conveyed. The Midrash teaches, Rabbi Hanina said, If the human being merits it, then God says, have dominion. While if the human being does not merit it, then God says, he will be taken down. This teaching links human dominion of creation to humanity's righteousness. If humanity merits through its righteousness, then it shall rule over nature. But if it does not merit, because it does not act in an upright fashion, then humanity will descend and not be granted rulership over nature. Another Midrash makes clear that part of human righteousness involves being stewards of the earth. The Midrash says that God showed Adam around the Garden of Eden and said, Look at my works. See how beautiful they are, how excellent. For your sake I created them all. See to it that you do not spoil and destroy my world, for if you do, there will be no one else to repair it. Acting righteously thus involves treating the world with utmost respect. For this the human will merit dominion of creation. Rabbi David Sears writes that the blessing to dominate comprises a form of stewardship for which humanity is answerable to God. He continues, both Talmudic and Kabbalistic sources state that it is forbidden to kill any creature unnecessarily or to engage in wanton destruction of the earth's resources. The divine mandate for man to dominate the natural world is a sacred trust, not a carte blanche for destructiveness. In the Torah, the order of dominion is fish, then birds, then animals. Quote, have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the sky, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. The Kliyakar, Rabbi Shlomo Ephraim Lunchitz, explains that Humans have a greater ability to rule over land animals than birds, and as well as a greater ability to rule over land animals than fish. If humans do not merit, then not only will they not dominate the fish, which are harder to catch, but also the birds and animals, which are easier. Yet there's a big contrast that emerges between the Kliyakar's 17th century description of the limited human capacity for domination and what we know about the ability of contemporary society to dominate the land, air, and sea of planet Earth. For example, while the Kliyakar emphasizes that fish are not visible to people, sonar, satellite data, and the global positioning system enable fishermen to effectively see giant schools of fish with pinpoint accuracy, according to a study led by researchers at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver, Canada. These changes have contributed to a dramatic fall in fish populations in all of the world's oceans. When human mastery grows such that we seriously deplete the numbers of a particular fish, our continued access to this fish quickly diminishes. 
Our lack of righteousness leads us to lose our dominion of this resource in the long term. Rabbi Daniel Cohen links the blessing to subdue in our verse with the Mishnah's use of subdue in Pirkei Avot, Ethics of the Fathers, in which Benzoma teaches, who is strong? A person who subdues their inclinations. Spiritual discipline comprises true strength. A person must decide in their own life which desires to subdue and which desires to bring to realization. Jewish tradition teaches us that we only merit the opportunity to rule the earth if we behave righteously. This includes the spiritual discipline to use our resources wisely and subdue with a sense of moral responsibility. In our times, we have demonstrated our ability to subdue the earth. A central question facing humanity concerns whether we will exhibit the strength to reign in our desires. If we do not, we may be taken down by our lack of righteousness. May we summon the strength to conquer our short-term desires, live with righteousness, and merit an enlightened dominion of the planet God created. For more information on this topic, please visit confanisharim.org slash learning or jucology.com.